Hi, guys. Should, should we schwan roll call? I mean, if you want to. Okay, let's schwan roll call. Schwan. Explorer from the unknown. Yellowcaster. Autocar. Loyal and loud. Pinkcaster Lane. Paying respect to the original Japanese heroes. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Ultra Ranger. Greetings, everyone's, and welcome to Ultra Ranger, the podcast where we talk about Ultraman past, present, and future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Yellowcaster, Autogar. I Ultra Pinkcaster Laid. I'm super tired, because... He's had a busy day. I've had a very, very busy day. Yeah. This was with my mom, my brother and sister, and just... Family stuff. Family stuff. Leave it that. We'll just leave it at family stuff. So, the following episode may involve... Yawning. Lots of yawning and lack of, like, my full lane height that I usually Well, have. maybe if you were staying up straight and not laying down, that would help. No! Yeah. I well, need to s- s- not set up. Well, uh-oh. You got an uh-oh shirt. Yeah, but apparently there was never a purple shirt. It was a green, red, or blue. Look like, <laughs> <Flip> desk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Alright, uh, talk about some news quickly. Uh, two things that aren't actually on the news. Uh, we went to Anime North this year, Anime North 2018. It was pretty bad. It, it was pretty meh. The schedule was kind of meh. It was hot as fucking balls. It was really hot outside. Like they said it was going to rain and then it didn't. Yeah, yeah, they said it was going to rain. It got cloudy didn't, for like an hour and then that was it. Yeah. Uh, I went to the Tokusatsu photo shoot, that, a.k.a. the Comrider x photo shoot. Um, there, but there was an Ultra 7 there, and I got a selfie with him. Nice. Ultra selfie. Ultra selfie. Um, and the second news is we saw Solo, a Star Wars story. I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was... Well... I wouldn't say it was as bad as Last Jedi. To, to, to quote Kira from the movie... Good. A little rough around the edges, but good. I, I just can't wait for another good Star Wars movie. Honestly, people are saying, like, this movie, Solo, was so good. It was like, it's like, I'd like to see a sequel. See another Han Solo adventure. No. I think that'd be awesome. No. Excuse the noise. Excuse the noise from Mr. Bluecaster in the other room as we are recording Ultra Ranger. Thank you, Ichi. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, to get we're into, in this room. We have control. Yeah, to get into actual news. Uh. At Tamashii Comic Con this year, Soul Shugoken Crimson Typhoon was shown off. Oh yeah, the shitty kaiju. Yeah. That one that lasted like not even five minutes. Well, it's like the second, like. So why you don't get popular. three people operating a single mat robot? <laughs> Ooh, you have a third arm. Ooh, your triplets. So you're oh. Cool. So you get an extra arm? Question mark. Yeah, like. I never liked Crimson Typhoon. Uh, again, my favorite Jaeger in uh, the first Pacific Rim was uh, Cherno Alpha. Oh, is that... Um, that was the Russian one. That was the Russian one? Yeah, Giant. it was one of the first gen Jaegers. I, I was so sad with ha- what happened to them. They just drowned. 
so yes, this is the second release in the Pacific Rim Soul of Shigokin line. The first one being, uh, of course, Gypsy Avenger. No, sorry, Gypsy Danger that came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we never talked to it on the show. It's very confusing, but I'll let it slide. Uh, so far, there's no uh, release date or price for the figure, so hopefully it comes out very soon. Yep. On to some uh, Robot Spirits figures, uh, the uh, main toy line for Pacific Rim Uprising. We got two new figures coming out. Uh, the first one being uh, the Drone Jaggers from the film. Uh, you didn't see the film, so... Basically, um, Charlie Day's character is in charge of making drones. Oh, oh, so like, like pretty much like Jaeger mooks. Yeah. Okay. Like lifeless, like, like no oh, so killing. Also, like automated Jaegers. Yeah. Oh fuck, that must have went well. Well, when, once you see the movie, you'll realize why he made them. Okay. And the other, and the other uh, figure that they showed off was. Final Battle Gypsy Avenger, a.k.a. the Kamen Rider Forze reference. Like, holy shit, is it? it holy shit. It's rocket... Kamen Rider Forze rocket arm meet Gypsy Avenger. I would not be surprised if, like, the directors and writers were fucking Kamen Rider fans. Well, there was already a Kamen Rider double reference in the first Pacific Rim movie. Aww. Yeah, it's like, oh, it takes two people to operate it. What are the outlines of the colors? Green and purple. Oh, okay. Cyclone Joker. That's cool. That may, that might have not been, like... Might have just been a coincidence. Yeah, it might have been a coincidence, but mm, I'll let it slide. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, much like with the Soul Shogokin uh, Crimson Typhoon, there are no uh, prices or release dates for these figures, but we'll give you updates as they come along. Still pretty cool. Actually, no... Uh, I did see a couple of these figures at Amigorf, though. Uh, the Robot Spirits figures. And, oh, my. Were people asking way too much for them. Oh, yeah. But if you go to, like, Toys R Us, they're just, like, 25 bucks. Yeah, yeah. You go to Toys R Us, they're, like, f- 25 bucks. How much were people selling them at Amigorf? $50. Like, $50. I saw one go up to $76. It's, like, no. No. Don't do that. Don't scalp prices, people. It's mean. Uh, just no. Uh, Toku HD is planning on airing the Ultraman Mabius spin-offs in June. Ooh, he had spin-offs? Yes. Uh, after the series and in between the show, there were actually some spin-off, like V-Cinemas. Hmm. Uh, the Ultraman Mabius spin-off that will air on June 2nd is Ultraman Mabius Gaiden Ghost Rebirth. And it is scheduled to come out at 2.30 Eastern Standard Time. Hmm. In which, I believe, that one takes place after the show. Ultraman may be a side story Hikari Saga. That's kind of, an, that's kind of like a Comrade of Snipe situation where it takes place throughout the series. Mm-hmm. I remember watching the first part. And the first part was about how Ultraman Hikari uh, becomes what he is at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will air at 8 p.m. on June 2nd. And lastly, uh, maybe a side story, Armored Darkness. And I believe that is the final one they released for Mabius. Huh. And then the last thing Mabius was in was the Ultra Galaxy Monster Battle movie. Okay. Cool. Mabius is a pretty cool time. 
It would be nice to watch his show with context. Uh, and by context, I mean watch every show from 66 to 1980. Yeah. <laughs> then watch Mavis, and maybe there's some context. God, that's, that that's your retirement plan when you're older. Just watch all Big, Ultramans. all the Ultraman. Did I ever tell you I did a podcast called Ultra Ranger? I mean, my retirement plan is, like, when I'm older, I'm just going to spend all my free time just replaying old games that I really loved playing when, like, in my, like, 20s. So, that's my plan. Starting with the Mass Effect trilogy. So, if you have the Toku, Toku channel, or if you have their streaming service, uh, check them out. We're just going to cut your no, 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 on Crunchyroll. Oh, maybe it's just on Crunchyroll? No, Ultraman, maybe it's the show is on Crunchyroll. Oh, yeah, that's right. But the side off. stories aren't. Bastards. One day. Super Mario Productions and Crunchyroll taught that team up to release everything under their umbrella. Yeah. Fireman? There it is. Mirror Man? There it is. Jumpboard Ace? Right there. I'm home. <laughs> uh, speaking of to- uh, Super Mario spinoffs... Uh, Matthew Frank's Redman uh, Red manga finally has an English release date. When? Uh, it'll come out in June of 2018. Cool. And the pre-order was going for $18. Do you think uh, your comic book store you go to is going to have it available? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. You should ask them. Yeah. could probably look into it for you. Uh, be one of the first hundred to purchase to purchase this directly from Night Shining Incorporated, and you will receive an, an exclusive Redman foil training card, or trading card. Uh, these are limited to only 150 in the U.S. Pre-order your copy today. You gonna pre-order it? I, I, I don't have the money for it. Oh. Because Aminor just happened. Yeah. Womp womp. Womp womp. Well, you'll get it eventually. Yep. That's cool, they're getting an English but Oh, that card's cool. Yeah. Eh. Just a fusion card for Redman. <laughs> Redman. Redman! Yeah! Oh, uh, spe- speaking, of, speaking of which, uh, I actually got some merch in today. Uh, not in, in today, but uh, during Anime North. In which, uh, one of the biggest things that I bought was a vinyl, vinyl figure of Mothra. Oh, yeah. Mothra, Godzilla Earth, I found uh, Ultra Act of Ultraman Tiga multi-type. Mm-hmm. The head's a bit loose on it, but it, but it was mint in bucks, so mm-hmm. can't complain. And I and my uh, Ultraman Taro vinyl figure also showed up in the mail. Kind of disappointing. That's not the uh, Spark Doll version. Mm-hmm. Like it's the Spark Doll version, but it doesn't have the stamp on it. Aww. So if I didn't, so if I got the Genghis Spark, I don't think it would work. Unless, like, the numbers on the foot would activate the numbering. Yeah. Or maybe maybe that's just the thing where it's, like, it's not supposed to work because, like... It, it's Taro. <laughs> Taro's like, I'm sentient. You can't use me. Alright. And I got my last two Ultraman G vinyls. So, yeah, I completed another series of vinyl figures. I, I got I got a Night Rogue Figyard. I got God Maximum Mighty. You, you, you got Comrade stuff. I did. What show is this? Ultra Ranger. Exactly. Uh, you can, co- talk you can about talk all with... Kamen Rider, past, present, future, and all kaijin in between. No, Lane. No, Lane. How about we yabba dabba don't? Okay. Well, speaking of Hanna-Barbera, 
Uh, Ultimate, the adventure begins, finally gets a Blu-ray, yes! Okay. Uh, Ultraman USA, a.k.a. Ultraman, the adventure begins, was a Super Raya and Hanna-Barbera <coughs> uh, tie-in movie. Oh, no. That came out in 1987. Oh, boy. Yeah, and... This is the first time it's been released since 1991. Hmm. First time it was released, it was released on VHS. Second time it was released, it was on Laserdisc. Hmm. That's it. Okay. So, I remember if, like, a few months back, Super I actually tried to get in contact with the guy that created this. Maybe that's the reason. They, they wanted to get... Or like they wanted to ask like the AOK for him to let them remaster Ultraman USA. So it's just since they got the international rights. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, clean thing. Yeah. And there's actually a picture that shows the 1987 version of the film compared to what the Blu-ray will be. Are we ever going to talk about this? Oh, we'll definitely talk about if it ever gets subbed or we get the English dub of it. Because this does have an English dub. Because it's Hanna-Barbera. But yes, uh, this is the movie that uh, covers Ultraman Scott, Ultraman Chuck, and Ultraman Beth. <laughs> Scott, Chuck, and Beth. You can't get more American than that. Nope. Oh, wait. How about their logo in Japan? Ultraman USA. Hmm? And USA is literally in the American flag. Uh, the the Blu-ray will be released in September of 2018, uh, September 26th to be exact, and will be released for 7,800 yen. Hmm. On to some uh, Godzilla news. Godzilla, king king of the monsters, not king of monsters. It turns out that it's, turns out that is a typo. But uh, Godzilla, king of the monsters, uh, release date has been moved. It was originally supposed to come out in March. March 22nd, 2019 is now pushed back to May 30th, 2019. So it's been pushed back by two months. Which is fine. You know, it's like... If you have a movie... There was a bug on me. You know, if you're going to release a movie and it's like, hey, we need two more months to make it better, that's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you got four kaijus in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I always... That's always my opinion. Just, like, eh, if the movie gets delayed or video game gets delayed, it's, it's for the better. It's because they... It's because the creator knows that, like, it's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, we'll be seeing you in May of 2019, Godzilla. But, uh, we also got a release... Uh, not a release date, but a title for the third Godzilla anime film. In which the movie is now called... Go- Godzilla, Hoshiwa Kumono, aka Godzilla Star Eater. Yep. Which, like we said last time, uh, King Ghidorah has been confirmed to be in the film. So maybe, so maybe King Ghidorah is a kaiju from the sun. Maybe. I mean, judging from that picture, there it looks like yeah, he's just like a manifestation of the sun. <clears throat> like. How I'm going to picture it is that it's just like the sun flares up, and then you just see three head dragon heads come out of the sun. And it's just that's King Ghidorah. He's the sun, the star eater, if you will. 
And once so Godzilla Star Eater is set to open in November of twenty eighteen. But I will say nothing beats Mecha King Ghidorah. That was the that's the best version of Mecha King Ghidorah. M eleven's best Godzilla character. He is. So that's neat. Yep. Oh, the Televikun magazine for June of this year, of 2018, has shown us some things about Ultraman Rube, such as their transformation names, or their transformation pose, and their attack names. Woo! So we'll go over attack names first. Uh, Ultraman Rosso uh, Flame Beam Attack will be called Flame Sphere Shot. Where Ultraman Blue's Aqua Beam is called Aqua Stream. And apparently they will have the fighting styles of... Since Rosso's main power is Taro, he'll have the fighting style of Taro and Blue. And since Blue is based on Ginga, he'll fight more like Ginga. Mm -hmm. And there's a step-by-step transformation sequence. Which, yeah, judging from this, damn it, they both use a changer each. Oh, yeah. I was kind of hoping they'd share one. No, Lane, when we have two Ultramen in the same show, I think the point is that to have both of them at the same time. Also, God, looking looking at the looking at the changer now, it looks like the fucking The Matrix. The Matrix of Leadership, yeah, that's the joke that we've been going for. So, it's literally... You either, like, fold out the crystal piece or you keep it, or you keep it together if you want to be Rosa or Blue. Slap it into the RB gyro, turn, turn the lever, pose your arm up. So are we just, are we just gonna, like, now the first time they transform, we're just gonna put the, the touch over the transformation? Yes. And then one of the thumbnails just needs to be fucking, like, I don't know, Hot Rod and, or Rodimus and... Someone else's fucking Rosso Blue. Harang Cup. Ren Blue. But what's the thing Optimus says, like, to, to Hot Rod when he's, like, opening the Matrix? Arise, Rodimus Prime. Yeah, it's like, Arise, Ultraman, Rosso. Ultraman. No, no. Arise, Ultraman, Rosso. Taro. Taro. And apparently their other uh, thing this year will be Ultra Rise. Ultra Rise? Ultra, ultra Live. Uh, uniting. Fusion Up. Uh, fusion Rise. Ultra Rise. Oh god, just the, the, the Ultraman Rises. Ultraman, 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 Shua, Shua, Ultraman, Ultraman, Shua, Shua, Shua. And just a reminder, Ultraman Rube comes out in July, July 7th of 2018. We better get skins for Dark Orb soon. That'd be cool. I don't know. We'll probably won't get him until, like, either next month's Televicoon or when the show actually starts. <sighs> and the last news article for today is the, uh, uh, more cast members have been announced for Ultraman Rube. Oh my god, do you know who the guy in the third, the, this white suit is? Oh. It's just fucking, uh, red from XA, just, like, skinnier. <laughs> no! Oh. So, um, the first character we have is, uh, Katsumi's and Isami's younger sister. Uh, uh, Ashi? Ashi? Um. Right there. 
Asahi. Asahi. Yeah, Asahi. Asahi is described to be a pacifist who moves at her own pace. Um, great. So but, she can be like, no, don't fight. Ultimate shot, not supposed to fight. Not like this. Not like this. Uh, she dislikes conflict so much that she won't even play Jodkin, which is rock, paper, scissors. Oh, so she's Paws uh, Ortega from fucking Peace Walker. Her catchphrase is happy. And is always seen carrying around a piece of candy and takes care of the housework on behalf of her mother despite also being into fashion. This, on the behalf of her mother. I will punch you. I, I hope the mom is still alive. No. Yes. These stories are always about, oh, my mom. Oh, my mom died when I was little. That's okay. Or they pull, or they pull a Ghost Ager episode where it's like, oh, I'm so sorry about your, about your husband de- being dead. Wait, I didn't say he was dead. Hey, I'm back from the market. Wait, he's not dead? No! <laughs> That's funny. Uh, she is a high school student. Uh, other high school students her age enjoy. She is described as the glue that holds the family together. Of course. It's always the glue that holds the family together. And then we have the dad... Who is being played by Lucky's dad from Q Ranger? Oh. So so he basically died, got reincarnated to become another dad. Because that, <sighs> that's how things work. Mm. And his name is Ushio Min- Minato. Minato. Yeah, Minato. Uh, he's a kind, gentle father. He is the owner of Guatro M. Mm. Quattro. Quattro. So Quattro is like the Spanish word for four. Fashion uh, bouquet. Bouquet? Yeah, bouquet. Sorry, the text is very small. Oh, boutique. Oh, boutique. It's a fashion boutique. And who's who's the third dude? And the third dude is Makoto Aizen. 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 Oh, God, he's Aizen. And is the president of Eisentech, a company doing research on unknown energy sources and space development. Watch a, these dark orb. Uh, attracting attention from all around the world, Eisentech is located in, I- in Ayaka City, where the Minato family also lives. He likes to wear white suits and is friendly to other researchers while exuding confidence. He's totally dark orb. He's the villain. He's dark orb. He's totally darker. And then we have Russell and Blue. Oh, oh no, it says right here. Uh, Kasumi was a talented baseball player when he was a young boy, but he gave up his dreams when his mother disappeared eight years ago. Disappeared. Disappeared. Did you have something to do with this? Yeah, of course he's going to have something to do with it. You can't be... Toku Trope number, like, 56. The guy who... The, the president who always seems, like, very friendly and always turns out to be evil. He is the sole employee at Quattro M and does his best to support his family. Yeah. He is the intellectual one. Yep. And becomes very fired up at times. Yep. Uh, Isami is a college student studying space archaeology. Space archaeology? Huh. Okay. I. <laughs> sure, Cho. That is not a thing! Well, it is now. Okay. In the Ultraman world. Uh, the same field his mother studied, of course. 
Oh my goodness. What if, th what if this is just like Ant-Man? Where Wasp's mother just got sucked into like the null void or no, something. No, I'm just calling it for Ant-Man and Wasp the villain is Jan Janet Penn. Because <laughs> she, she came from the quantum realm, so it makes sense. But he dislikes exercise and would rather study in his spare time. Isami respects his brother for giving up his own dreams for the sake of their family. He described he is described as a bright and positive character who is who is the quote unquote mood maker of any scene he's in. Uh so that's me. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. And you're the intellectual one because you like So I'm the one that had to give up on his dream. So I had to give up on his dream. Uh Ultraman Holy shit, Gar, the show was made for us. <laughs> Ultraman Rube will premiere on July seventh and is slated to have twenty five episodes. Yay. Yeah. I can't wait. No, I, sound, I don't sound as enthused, but I am. Can't wait for this show. Me too. Alright. On to Orb. So yeah, shit happened. Girl got taken over by an alien thing. We got to see Cool Zeton. And we got to see Thunderbreast at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two... <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, this episode was kind of the weakest one that we've gotten since Origin. Yeah, um, but yeah, again, we got introduced to Hyper Zeton Scythe, and he was fucking awesome. Well, no, this is the second time he's shown up in the show. Oh? Yeah, he showed up when Hurricane Slash appeared. Oh, I thought that was just regular Zeton. No, wasn't that Separdon or No, that was Hyper Zeton Scythe. Oh, okay. This I'm is sorry, basically a this is a follow-up from another episode. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he's cool, and he reminded me of Cricketune. So, so the thumbnail, the thumbnail is, is just Hyper Zeton, but with Cricketune's face. Yeah. Ultra Ranger, where the thumbnail is always, or either, just the character's face over something. Yeah, well, it works. And if you never heard Cricketune's fucking cry, it's pretty awesome. It's like, woo! Really cool. yeah, it's, get, it's probably my favorite cry of all time. We get this girl named Maya, who, who is apparently a sleeper agent for Zeton, but since she was taken, but since he, he was taken in by the e, uh, the, the family Iwaki. Yeah, the old couple. Yeah, the Iwaki couple who never had kids of their own. They're like, hey, let's just adopt this random. Random twenty-year-old. Oh, uh, so it's like the it's like what's his face from episode twelve of Gene. It's just like oh, I never got to have children. Yeah, I saw you as my own son. And then it's revealed that she was actually a sleeper agent, but then Maya is able to take control. Yeah, and she has like memory problems, so like she fights Guy at one point, like uh, and then disappears, and then like Guy shows up with uh, to her place later, and he's like, "Do you remember me? No. Do Do you know who I am? No." Alright. I love you. I, I will kill you. Kurai guy! <laughs> <laughs> I will always remember you. Memory deleted! Um, and the old couple was cute. They were just like... At first I thought the old guy was Haru Nakajima. I'm like, is that Haru Nakajima? Look it up. No, it's on him. Just a random dude. Just a rando <sighs> that looks like him. Um, but yeah... And so, like, also, Guy did the smart thing, and he just went Orb Origin right away. Yeah, when, uh, Hyper Zeton Death Scythe finally shows up, 
and comes down to the ground. Guy charges at it. No one still questions that he's not Ultraman Orb. It's just, where's Guy going? I don't know. Yeah, he like, he's like, he's like fucking like calling over Seto. He's like, yo, go over here, follow me, come on, kill me. No, no, he, do, no, he doesn't even do that. He just charges right at him. No one questions it. Yeah. Because uh, Maya gets teleported and they're like, oh, we gotta find Maya. It's like, and then... Not gonna question Guy. And it's pretty cool that he like finishes him off by like uh, slashing him into the air and then finishes him off with Thunderbruster. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is a little nod to how the original Ultraman series was supposed to end. Because in the original draft of the Ultraman finale, Ultraman was supposed to get his color timer destroyed, or like, uh, broken. He would have died. Zafi showed up and defeats Zeton. But due to time, but due to timing, because they only had three weeks to film this mm-hmm. uh, before the air date, they had no choice but to scrap that ending. Yeah. But you can still see bits of it in the in the actual episode. No, I like how he went Thunderbreaster again. Cause it's, like, it's been a while since he's been Thunderbreaster. I think since the second part of the Origin... Uh, the Holy Sword uh, Restored episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, SSP didn't really do anything this episode. Shibukawa was probably the funniest guy in the episode... Juggler wasn't in it. No, Juggler wasn't in it. But, because we gotta build up the character. Yeah. No, uh, Shibikawa shows up. He's like, everyone evacuate, everyone evacuate. Whoa, whoa, Shibikawa. Why are we evacuating? He just points up to the sky and there's this Zeton floating there. Oh. Huh? Yeah. Let's, let's follow it. No! No, fuck off. Uh. Oh yeah, the... So, the alien Zeton, or not, yeah, the alien Zeton that was, uh, Maya was actually named Madoc, who was the original alien Zeton from episode 5, I think it was, Mm -hmm. that Hurricane Slash appeared in. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, if you destroyed the bracelet, because he controls Hyper Zeton, uh, Death Scythe with a bracelet, it's like, oh, if you break the bracelet... Not only will I die, but your memories will be erased as well. But Maya doesn't care as long as they're as long as the Iwata the, the Iwakis are happy. Yeah, and then uh, she loses her memories, and then they send her off on her way because they're like, "Oh, you should stay here with us." And she's like, "No, I need to travel." And then guys like, "Well, remember, like you wow, travel you, a lot of cool you places." You really weren't paying attention. <laughs> no. No, they, they don't tell her to stay. It's like they told her. It's like. Oh, yeah, you're just a traveler that stayed here for the night, but you're always welcomed here. Yeah, and then Guy says, like, oh, you know, going to places is great, but coming having a place to come home to is even better. Mm-hmm. Which, which, like, is, which is true. It's always nice to... Well, to, that, that was me today. To like, I was home. away from home all day, like, for, like, 14 hours almost, and then I just couldn't wait to be home. And when I, once I came home, I was so, so happy. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's a good heartwarming episode. It is. Teaches you about, like, family and stuff. And then the next episode is about, like, a cafe. Yep. Because we're, get, we're getting there. We're getting to that finale. Oh, yeah. But first, let's talk about the second, uh, the first half, uh, the first finale to Ultraman King S. Oh, yeah.
S, episode 8 of Ultraman Ginga S, Desperate Battle for Sunrise. I'm sorry, that's an awesome title. It is. Uh, what, what I thought was interesting was that apparently both Victory and Ginga shoved Hikaru and Sho out so that they'd save them. So they didn't die. So, confirmed, Ultraman Victory has a conscience. Yeah, well... Like, we, we found out that he was, like, originally, like, he was an ult- he is an Ultraman, and then he just, like, became a god and a deity to the Victorians. Mm-hmm. So they based their entire fucking, like, way of life around Ultraman victory. Yeah, t- Ultraman Taro explains someone It's like, oh, before they die, they released you so that you guys can still live. But but they're dead. Oh, yeah, they're dead. Taro, why didn't you do anything? I'm a fucking bracelet. What do you expect me to do? Yeah, I used to be a fucking doll, and I'm a bracelet. I'm even worse. Um, Tomia explains to everyone that, like... Fuck Tomia. It's like, oh, this guy's name, his his name is Exceller, and he he took the energy from Shepardon to create Five King. It's like, yes, Tomia, we know. Like, the audience knows. I know they don't know. Well, I don't think they really care who he is. Um, also, one zero survives. I was super happy because I, I miss hotness. Also, Goki finally asked the question that everybody's been needing to ask: mm. What the hell is Victorium? Really, like, like show show and all the Victorians are all like, "Oh, we must protect the Victorium. We must protect the Victorium." They don't really explain what Victorium is. According to the show, it's like, oh, it's the life energy of Earth, and if it's taken, not only will the underground world be destroyed, but the Earth as well. Oh, Shepard, you want to sacrifice yourself for us? Yes. No, you can't today. No, no, Shepard's like, oh, I'll do whatever it takes to save the world, or in his language, roar. Roar. It's just ro- it's apparently, show can speak kaiju. Yeah, um, so then 1-0, she's, like, apparently an actual living bomb. Because when like, Exceller told her, this is your last mission. Yeah, when I said your last mission, I mean your last mission. It's one. your last mission, you ain't coming back. Yeah, you're a useless piece of junk, I don't need you. And she, like, looked as offended as she could be. Cause, like, as an like, android? Because she's an emotionless android, so she just, like, kind of stared there wide-eyed for a few seconds, just going, Shit. Wow, you suck. Um, so, and then Tomia comes up with a plan where, while everyone else has their head up their ass, it's like, wait, won't we just do what Exceller did and take the energy from Shepardon and blast it into Ultraman Gingan Victory to wake him up? To revive them. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to revive them. How long will it take? Three hours. You got one. And, yeah, and just like Tomia's face is like, oh man. And Tomia's like, wait, what? We only have until sun. Oh yeah, I forgot. Exceller tells them they only have until sunrise to uh, hand over all to, all the Victorium, or he'll destroy the Earth. Also, he calls himself the greatest brain. I am the greatest brain. No, I prefer brain from Arthur. It's the brain. Um, what was his actual name again? Alan. Yeah, Alan. Alan. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like when we. It's like when somebody calls Ichi by his actual name. It's like, whoa. Well, it's like if I call him by his actual name, he fucking hates it. <laughs> um, so then, like, Sho goes to fight 1-0 and tries to hold her, uh, hold her off as best he can. And then, like, Hikaru's doing Hikaru shit. Um, <laughs> oh, no, Five Kings in the city. I gotta go stop him. Wait, 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 what about me? Don't worry, you got this. 
Yeah, so he like transforms into different kaijus and stuff, we, including like King Joe's one. Apparently, he still has the Ginga Spark. Yeah. Nice. Actually, yeah, that does that does make sense because even when Ginga left, even when Ultraman Ginga left Earth, he still had the Ginga Spark with him. Yeah. So it is possible. Oh yeah. Um. And then like, and of course they get the energy. Uh, they basically get the energy, uh, the energy they need to revive Ultraman Ginga and Victory, and Ultraman Ginga and Victory do something that they've been sh- that they should have been doing for the last eight episodes. Teamwork. Yeah, teaming up to take down the Kaiju's. As Cinema Wind says, saving your friend. <laughs> Teamwork. 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 Ding. So which Ultraman Ginga goes into Sturium mode and blitzkriegs through like pa- for like attacks. And like as like Five King or whatever is just like throwing a bunch of shit. Victory like fires a bunch of blasts that like blocks every shot. And then he does his victory Victorium shoot. Uh, Ginga uses uh, Ace's power of Metallium Ray. And well, he's... again, he uh, he uses all of them. He uses eighty seven uh, slasher. Uh, Spacium Ray, Z- uh, s- what what the rest of them are called? I can't name them off the top of my head right now. Um, and then like one zero gets like defeated, and I was actually really sad because I was like, "Fuck you, show!" Like wait, wait, both. you mean the show or or, or show in the show? Both. Show in the show. That's the title of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So one zero gets defeated, and I was sad, but she's gonna. <laughs> oh no, she's dead. Oh no, wait, she's alive. Yeah, she's an android. She can't die. What the feelings? Um, so yeah, they defeat Five King, and, like, they, like, tear his wings off, which was actually pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, because Five King was gonna fly away. It's like, oh no, you don't blast so him then, off. So then, like, the captain, they celebrate, and captain's like, yeah, like, Shiggy told me, and he's like, stop, stop, no. please. And then, like, Goku tries to go in for, like, a kiss with Orisa, and Orisa's just, like, slap, <laughs> kick on the ground, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Goki, you're gay. I'm not gay. No, but it's funny. He like he, he gets like he literally went in for a kiss. Good for him. A for effort. He like not got knocked down, and he's just like ah yay, like still celebrating. No, no just later. It's like uh, Arisa punches Goki in the shoulder. Ow! What was that for? That was trying uh, to make a move. Kisses him right on the lips. That was for not. Uh, that was for being too long. Was waiting too long. Yeah, yeah, that's for that's for you waiting too long. <laughs> it's like, aww, they love each other, but not really, because I just made that up as a head cannon. Yeah, and so then uh, ends with like accelerating, just being like, "Well, the greatest brain must have the greatest body," ah. implying that he, he will he's not reviving Dark Lugio, but gonna reconstruct his body. No, he's just gonna take over Ultra Blile. <laughs> the, oh, Dark Lugiel's the one that died on the moon. Fuck Dark, Dark Lugiel. Dark Lugiel's amazing. I like Dark Lugia. We don't, we don't talk about that game. XT? You don't like XT? We don't talk about that one. Why? We talk about the first one. Okay. We don't talk about Gale's Darkness. Oh, but XT was cool. Oh. It's stupid, too. If you actually transfer Dark Lugia over to any of the, the portable games, it just turns into a regular Lugia. Uh. Fucking disgusting. Wait a minute. Lane. Huh? It's episode 40. Mm-hmm. You know what that means. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Get talk with Kaiju Club. Oh, great. Tell yeah. Tell Kaiju Club. <laughs> Tell that to Kaiju Club.
So yes, as tradition, every twenty episodes we'll be talking about an episode of Kaiju Club. This this week uh, this episode we're talking about episode two, the Seven Assassination Plan. It was actually pretty good. It was because like, I like that this this episode kind of focused more on the actual Kaiju Club doing Kaiju Club stuff, but then there was like the the whole cross plot of just subplot of just like. Oh, Ryoji's still trying to hide, like, Yuriko. His, his girlfriend or whatever like that. And It's like, oh, let's go on a movie date. Okay, wait, you forgive me? Of course I do. By the way, why did you run off? Oh, I, I'm a part of a research team. Space. Okay. <laughs> Alright, cool. <laughs> okay. So, like, they're trying to, like, figure out, like the meaning behind like the episodes and like the whole time like we just see uh like the the kaiju that like is in a costume like with Ryota the whole week is alien mm. guts but yeah, uh, you might remember him from gig s yes he was alien bolts but yeah, um the episodes they're talking about in the show in the show uh is that they're talking about episode 3940 of ultra 7 the seven assassination plan part one part two in which uh shingo in the episode, he's one of the glasses, mm-hmm. the, the other one of glasses, yeah. the one that sits on the left. Yeah. Not Ryota. Oh shit! Most of them wear glasses. <laughs> but uh, the long-haired one with the camera. Yeah. Uh, Shingo, he's like, oh, I talked to the director. I got the answers for these things. But cat and the captain's like, well, that's great information, and that's what that is, information. We have to look deeper into these meanings, in into these episodes, mm-hmm. so that we can be special. We can be our own thing. Why do I have a feeling the captain was a film studies teacher? Yeah, because we don't know what he what his deal is. No, because that is a that's actually a pretty smart thing to think about. Even though we we do have the facts on some things, maybe they still have a deeper meaning. That's kind of what I do with most of the stuff I watch. Like, when I look at something and someone's like, that's stupid. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's, there's more of a meaning to it. I just hate when people say, oh, that's stupid. Why? Because stupid. No. no. Give me a reason. Why is it stupid? I hate when people don't give a valid reason as to why they don't like things. So I think my favorite member is the guy who I said looks like he reminds me of you. Oh, Yusuke? Yeah, I love Yusuke. I love his expressions. He's like, like, he had one where, like, there was, like, a part where, like, Ryota's just like looking at him during the meeting. He's like, "Don't you fucking say it! Don't you say it!" He's just like looking at him like, "I'm gonna say it." <laughs> because while at the movies, uh, Yuriko and uh, Ryota, not only is Shingo there taking pictures, because remember this is 1970. There was no such thing as VHS home releases. Yeah. Also, it wasn't illegal to fucking take pictures. It wasn't guys. illegal yet, because <laughs> nobody, nobody would think of that. No. What if I record the movie and keep it for my own, myself and I don't have to pay anymore? Oh. Oh. It's like back in the day when people... You know who actually started uh, a, like a time slots for theaters? Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. With the movie uh, Psycho. Oh. It's like, I want it to be released, or I want it to uh, start at these times. So that people... And once the time starts, people can't go in. Mm-hmm. So that people are not spoiled. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock started the, the whole film schedule. And then he made Birds, which I want to show Gar that one. Oh! I'll only show you that if you really piss me off one day, and I'll be like, I'll be like, or like you do something, and you like, that like just got me angry, and you're like, oh, I'll do anything to make it up to you, and I'm like, 
sit down here and watch fucking birds. Kill me. <laughs> For those who don't know, Birds is an Alfred Hitchcock movie about birds just going completely psycho and just fucking killing everybody. Like, just humanity is overtaken and killed by a bunch of birds. But yeah, it's not, not only is Shingo at the theater, but Yusuke is also at the theater. And he's like, oh, who's this? My... No, no, it's like, oh, who is this? I'm Yusuke. Oh, I'm Yuriko. Uh, uh, um, and we before... Kaiju. No, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like Kaiju. He, he means engines. Uh, uh, no, he means trees. Because apparently tree is like the same word as ka- This is the problem with English subtitles that... That aren't TV Nihon. They don't explain the joke. Well, it just kept saying kai. He kept saying kaiju tree. Yeah. He's like, and it's just like, yeah, kaiju tree. Enju. Don't forget the tree. Kaiju tree. Don't forget the tree. <laughs> and then he accidentally like blurts out, "Oh, she's just my friend." And then he's like, oh, "Fuck, I hope." Yeah, it's she like, didn't take it's like, oh, we've been together. She's a friend. Yeah, this wasn't anything romantic at all. She was just a friend. Uh, we're we're just doing this as friends. I think, I think, like, Yusuke does know. He's just, like... I have a feeling they all know yeah, they just don't want to Yeah, because he has, like, a situation where, like, he, like, they find out or whatever like that, and then, like, they're all like, oh, you are riding a girlfriend. I think they'd just be like, oh, dude, fucking, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you score that? Yeah, because... Yo, tell me! Cause, Yo, I'm, like, 33, and I'm fucking gonna have a girlfriend. Because even in the episode, where, like, like, they're all having fun around the table, they're all making fun of Yusuke because of his ideas... Waitress shows up, they all go silent. Like, you even see it in their, like, facial expressions. It's like, they they go from all happy and cheery to, like, like, blank, like, monotone face. Yeah. Blank faces. Yeah, to, like, blank face. And Ryota explains, it's like, oh yeah, roughly a year ago, a girl magazine found out about the Kaiju Club, and they did interviews on us. Which, if you actually buy the Blu-ray, uh, you get to have those papers. And also, I mean, yeah, they made fun of them, and then they're like, alright, new law. Any copy of this magazine you find, you buy it. Oh, no, I don't, I don't think it made fun of them. Because like, I have never read that that magazine. I think I think they made fun of them. Probably. That's why they were so pissed off about it, because they're like, oh, we can't trust women with freaking the kaiju club. It's like, oh, we'll, oh we'll get women to be in the kaiju club. Yeah, and they got no applicants for, which, for which, female members. Which I honestly think if just, like, Ryota tells Yuriko, she'd understand. Like, oh, it's just a thing you do. Okay. That's your cool. thing. That is that, your that, thing. That, that's, that like, is that's, like, that's like my girlfriend Kelly with me. She's just like, I'm not in the common writer. I know you are. You do you. You just keep enjoying your thing you like. And I'm like, thank you. And she watches it with you sometimes. Sometimes she watches, yeah. She like, so I think she watched like at least like three quarters of X-Aid. Yeah, because I, I do remember when the first episode of X-Aid came out, it was you, me, Ichi, and Kelly all in the same room watching the first episode together. Yep. And she's watched a decent amount of build. And I remember Ghost, like when Ghost first aired as well. Because that's when I first moved in with you guys, is when Ghost was starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drive was this end and Ghost was starting. And I think it was... No, I think it was just you and Ichi watching the first episode goes together. Mm-hmm. And I watched it by myself in the dark. And you were like, I love this show. <sighs> I love Ghost. Everyone hates it, Garth. How do you like it? I, just, ooh. I screamed into a pillow so bad. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so then, like, later on or whatever like that, they're talking about it, and, like, Yusuke brings it up, and it's like, she's my sister's friend. He, he doesn't have a sister, mind you. Wait, sister's friend? Oh my god, that's it! 
And then they go into this full thing, and, like, Tokuyango or whatever like that, like, his character. The, the, the kaiju elite. He, um, like, he goes into this full explanation, and he's like, there you go. Yeah, alright, good job, guys. Well, if it wasn't for Ryota bringing up the sister's friend, I wouldn't have gotten that. And I'm just like, he's like, that, that, that's what you're getting at, right? Yeah! Totally! Yeah, uh, we didn't get it since we didn't watch the Seven Assassination Plan. Where, with the first episode of Kaiju Club, we at least seen the target of the town. Yeah. Um, but I did like the, the, the alien guts that was, like, with them all the time, because he kept making, like... Oh, really the imaginary cute, kaiju? Yeah, he kept, like, making these adorable, like, gestures with hand his arms, gestures. where he'd, like, put his, like, hands up to his head, and he'd be like, oh, no! And right, he'd do, like, the, the pose. When Yusuke is, uh, doing quotes, he has his hands up in the... Because the kaijus don't say anything. No, they're just the part of Ryota's imagination. But what I do like about the costumes is that they're based on the original, like, the original designs from the shows and not, like, oh, yeah, here's the brand new, here's a brand new spanking uh, design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come up with their second issue of Kaiju Club about the seven assassination plan. And, of course, you gotta have the joke with the waitress and manager of the, of the, of the cafe. Oh, yeah. So what did they say? They said the assassination plan was successful. What the fuck? What is going on? <laughs> Sir, can I have another orange juice? Yeah. 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 Got, gotcha. Finished that early, didn't you? Uh-oh. He's just like... No. That's like his facial expressions. No. Just, again, like, when he's just like... I was like, don't you fucking say He's just like... What is it? But yeah, this is a really good episode. I like that, like, it focused, like, had a lot of focus more on, like, the club itself, and that was cool. And now we're halfway through the series. Yeah. Some episode Cause four. Because there was only four episodes. Hashtag, where's episode four? Well, maybe if the Blu-ray sells as well enough, then they'll make a season two. The Blu-ray came out back in October. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully it did well, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're getting a season two. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I really, I really like this show. It's, it's, it, it's cool. It make, makes you understand more of like you know, like again, like we said in the first episode of Kaiju Club that we talked about. Just like we, we do this now. We sit around, talk. talk about a fucking topic that no one else like. I could never explain Kamen Rider or anything to my mom. She would just not get it because she doesn't care. Yeah. Like she said, like I all the stuff that you like, Lane, I don't give a shit about, and I'm just like. Fair enough, Mom. That's fair. She just doesn't understand. As far as my parents go, it, it's, uh, it's basically, it's like, oh, Gar's into Transformers and all that Japanese stuff. Yeah. All the Japan stuff. Yeah. I killed Fidikachi. I feel, I killed, I killed Fidikachis. Have we ever talked about Red Man? We just had to have the thumbnail just be Red Man with Cottonhill's face over it. I kill hundred kaiju. I kill hundred kaijus. And the, the next episode of Kaiju Club, which we won't talk about until episode sixty. Well, yes, what will we do? What, how will we be by then? No, no, no. We're we're gonna make sure Ultra Angel comes out weekly. That'll be our goal. That'll be our mission. So we'll see you in twenty weeks, people. And we'll see you in twenty weeks, which will probably be. What, se- September? October? No. Five months from now. Five months from now? Let's see. This June, June, July, August, August September, September, October. You'll see us in October. Yeah, Zio will be out by then. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, that that guy. 
Common Rider. We've kind of been seeing scans for, and I don't know what to think of them. Yeah. Anyways, this was episode forty of Ultra Ranger Show in a Show. With the thumbnail being. With the thumbnail. Cricktoon with Hyper Zeton's body. There you go. It's fucking great. Uh, for Twitters, you can check me out at twitter.com slash otherabouttherrod. You can me twitter.com slash lane, double underscore. Uh, for other tokusatsu uh, discussions, you can you can uh, see my post at facebook.com slash garstokublogs, which uh, Dreamcaster and I have actually been uh, working on a new logo. But, and, and there's also another logo coming. What could that possibly be? Ooh. Rebranding, maybe. Huh? Rebranding, maybe? Oh, no, no, that's... No. Oh, that's for you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But, but... You, you are on to something, though. I am. Uh, uh, for other Cast Ranger pages, you can check us out at facebook.com slash rscastranger. For older episodes of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger or Extra Extra Cast Ranger, you can check them out at castranger.podbean.com. Mm -hmm. You can support us for a dollar at patreon.com slash Ranger. And don't forget, we also have... a. Uh, Tote bags and t-shirts available at tpublic.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, just a reminder, Ultraman Ginga S and Ultraman Orb are currently available legally on Crunchyrolls. Oh, yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. I'm going to sleep now. But.